Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Valoni. I'm your host, Mary Valoni, and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. Hey, welcome to episode 179. Today, we are jumping into the topic of thankfulness. And as we gear up for our Thanksgiving holiday here this week, I wanted to be sure that we talked about how can we thank our donors. So we're going to talk about the top 20 ways to thank your donors in 2020. For those of you who live outside of the U.S., I know a lot of you do have donors in inside of the U.S. So Thanksgiving is something that you are celebrating for our Canadian friends you have already celebrated. So join us this week of Thanksgiving. And we're going to just talk through some of the ways that you can actually thank donors in 2020. So as you know, this is such an unusual year. So we might as well have a little bit of an unusual conversation here about how do we actually thank people this year. So I'm going to go back to some of the stuff that I've talked about in my book, Fundraising Freedom. And in the seventh step of the Fundraising Freedom process, the Freedom Framework, I talk about make your difference. That is the M of the word freedom. And if you're not familiar with my Freedom Framework, it basically spells out the word freedom. And that very last step is all about thanking people and getting people you know, engaged in the work that's being done so that they keep coming back year after year. And as you're gearing up for the holiday months here, you know, the the largest giving season of the year, we also want to make sure that we're really great at thanking our donors at the end of the year. In that chapter of my book, I do talk about the five love languages. Many of you are familiar with Gary Chapman's five love languages, but if you're not, those five love languages are one, words of affirmation, two, acts of service, three, receiving gifts, four, quality time, and five, physical touch. And those five areas are really the areas that we're looking for as we're thanking our donors and inviting them to continue to give year after year. And so as I share those five love languages, I'm sure there's one of them that we are missing in 2020. And that is the last one, that physical touch. How many of us are missing physical touch? We're missing the ability to shake hands, to hug our donors, to hug our volunteers or whatever, you know, just patting somebody on the shoulder or on the back and saying, wow, you've done a really great job. And there's something about physical touch when you say that to somebody that it does go a long way. So we're going to talk about some ways that we can still get some of this in, but I know that the physical touch one is the one that we're we're all really kind of struggling with because we can't we can't really do that one this year, okay? <laughs> so there's a study that came out from Merci Chocolates, and they were talking about the fact that we actually say thank you, the words thank you, over 2,000 times in the course of a year. So most of us are saying thank you at least five times a day, but the deal is, is that based on their study, over half of the people said that they were insincere when they actually said those thank yous. So when you say thank you nearly five times a day, up to three of those times that you said thank you actually didn't mean much of anything. And so that's where I think sometimes we say thank you, but we don't always get it across. And we, we just, we're saying it because it's the right thing to do. I would love for the study to be able to actually address how many times a nonprofit or ministry leader actually said thank you. Because I would say <laughs> that we are probably in the tens of thousands, if not more, because we're always saying thank you to those volunteers and to those donors. And 
it just kind of starts to become more of a, just a habit. And that's where I want you guys to kind of shake those things out for our conversation today, kind of let a little bit of that to the side here as we start talking about what can we do in 2020 and how can we make it a little bit more sincere so that our donors really do feel like your your thank you means something to them. Now, I talked about in that final chapter of my book, specifically about a story where a lady had donated something, had actually given something to an auction that we were we were doing and she saw that I was interested in one of the items I showed an interest in a ring that she had donated and I made a comment about potentially bidding on that item at the auction of course I worked for the organization I was working was not able obviously to bid on it but she came back after the event was over asked if I got a chance if I did win it and I said of course not and she came back a few days later and then she gave me another ring that looked just like the other one. And she was very kind to do that. As an organization, we aren't allowed to receive gifts like that. And so I actually took the item and and donated it back to the organization. But later on, I saw her at an event at, you know, where we had a booth set up and she approached me and basically was really upset with me because I hadn't sent her a handwritten thank you specifically for that item that she had given to me. Now she had received a thank you in the past. We had thanked her for her donation of the ring in the past, but for some, for, you know, she just was locked into the fact that I, Mary Valoni, did not send her a handwritten thank you showing my appreciation. And in that moment, she gave me a what for. She got on my case as I was trapped behind a booth space. And she told me that she was going to, she was going to make this a teachable moment for me. But in return, she actually made me feel, I mean, obviously really hurt because a volunteer of mine had invited this lady in. And so I was more concerned about another volunteer's you know, feelings around this situation that I had upset this potential donor that was a friend of hers. And so I immediately, and of course, this lady brought tears to my eyes and I left that booth space and my coworker was working with me and she was like, are you okay? And of course I wasn't, but I immediately left the space and went and called my volunteer that I really did have a relationship with. And I just told her I was so sorry that this had happened. And of course it was a teachable moment. Of course, I'm still sharing it today. It was, it's in my book. So it, it was a moment that I, I really reflect on quite a bit. But the thing is, is that it comes back to how people like to be shown appreciation, how they like to be thanked. And as I talk about the five love languages, it's really apparent that some people really like and really need those words of affirmation. They really need that gift of some tangible item that's in their hands to show that you cared. So when I tell people about how to thank donors, I always reflect back on this, but then I also just highlight the fact that those five love languages are important for us to do across the board. So we need to make sure that we touch all five of these love languages so that our donors always feel appreciated. Now, I will say some people do not want a large, you know, they don't want recognition. Some people really, that you would upset them if you were to put them up in front of an audience and say, wow, look at what this person has done. 
when they really wanted to be anonymous. So this is where you as the leader of your organization, you have to pay attention to your donors. You can't just cookie cutter, throw them all in a box and say, hey, you know, one size fits all because that is not how this works. And you know, look at your family members, look at the people that you really do love that are in your inner circle. They all have a love language that stands out to you and you know that they appreciate when you, you know, take out the the garbage or you fill up the dishwasher or you say, wow, honey, you did a great job. I'm really proud of you. Those are things that you start to see that they value. And so when you see that they light up around something like that, you start to lean into that and pay attention and say, okay, they like this. This is their favorite. Like, you know, this is the thing that's going to, you know, really show that I care and they're going to be able to receive that. Now, I've said this in previous episodes. I am not a, you know, out of all the love languages, I, I lean heavier on quality of time, physical touch, and words of affirmation. So for me, you know, acts of service and and receiving gifts are at the very bottom of my list. So I will tell you that if somebody sends me a gift, now we all love gifts, right? We all love gifts. But when somebody sends me a gift, I, I usually... I mean, my natural inclination is to say, why did they spend the money on that? I know that I'm not, I'm not that much different than a lot of your donors. You have some people who are like, hey, I just gave you money. Why would you turn around, take that money, and then give me a gift in return? So I want you to be aware of that. But I have had people who have gotten on my case who said, why didn't you deliver me warm chocolate chip cookies? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you just never know what somebody's going to want. And so the best thing you can do in all of this conversation that we're going to have today, the best thing that you can do is actually have a conversation with those people, the ones that you really want to keep around. So I'm not saying you have to have this conversation with every single donor, but that top 10, 15% that you're really wanting to keep around for a long time, you do need to go out of your way to have a conversation with them and ask them, how do you like to be recognized? How do you, you know, what is what has somebody done for you that really meant something and it was really special to you. Ask them those questions so that you can really gather that information to know how you can uh, you can show that appreciation. So I'm going to share 20 that are really, these are very cookie cutter, okay? So these 20 are just go-to good ways to thank your donors in 2020. I'm not going to say do every single one of these, but, but start to look through some of these and, and listen to the ones that maybe you're missing or haven't incorporated in in the past. I, I will encourage you to create a thank you plan. It's something that I talk about in the book and make sure that you thank your donors at least seven times throughout the course of the year. Now that sounds like super minimal, but seven times is the gold standard. So the more that you can thank people, the better, but the ones that I'm talking about today really hit on some of those seven that you could incorporate in. So let's jump in and let's talk about those 20. So the first one is a handwritten thank you. This is a very standard go-to thank you that you can do. So a handwritten thank you, either from you know the executive director, the leader of the organization, you, whoever's receiving the gift, to thank that donor. It could come from a volunteer, come, could come from a chairman if you're doing an actual uh, a fundraiser. Then you could have that chairman send the thank you card. But that handwritten thank you, you've gone out of your way, you've made it special. You don't 
don't even, when I say handwritten, it could even be something, I've gotten cards in the mail that don't even have physical handwriting, but they are personalized and they have information that are specifically to me. So handwritten if possible, but that thank you card that comes in the mail. Remember, most people are not getting a ton of mail these days. So when something does come in the mail for people, people pay attention, all right? I got one in the last week because somebody was really genuinely concerned about my health because my husband, if you didn't catch on my social media, my husband tested positive for COVID. And then, so of course I thought for sure I had got it too, but my test just came back and it is negative, but it was really kind. I had somebody who who actually physically hand wrote a message to me just saying that she was praying for me, thinking about me during that time. She was the only person who did it. Okay. So she absolutely stood out. All right. Number two, give them the opportunity to share a testimonial. So anytime that you can give somebody your platform can give somebody the ability to share how they've been engaged in your organization. So I love asking donors to share why they're a part of the work that's being done. When you give somebody the opportunity to share, it feels really special. They feel like they were chosen. So that's a really great one to do. Number three, send a personalized gift. So this would be something that really means something to them. Maybe it's something that you thought about because you saw something somewhere and it made you think about them. So that personalized gift that was sent just for them, not everybody else. I'm going to use an example. We moved into our house, you know, a year, just over a year ago, and somebody sent me a personalized gift for my new office. And so that was an item that they specifically got for me. I know that they were not sending that gift to everybody. And I was, you know, the only one who is building and moving into this house, I would assume in their little circle. So that was a special personalized gift for me, for my office, which was really special. Okay. Number four, send a, send a, just a general gift. Okay. So send a gift, which this could be cookies, a gift certificate to a restaurant. For those of you who don't have any restrictions on alcohol, you might be able to send them a bottle of wine, but these are items that are unique, but but also go out of the, your way to say, we appreciate you. And at the end of the year, it's a great time for you to deliver that. Now, I have done all of these. So I actually, at the end of the year, when I worked for the American Cancer Society, it was really, I mean, we had, we had a grocery store that was our presenting sponsor. So they donated bottles of wine to us. And then we had a restaurant who was really actively involved. And so they gave us a gift certificate to their restaurant, which allowed for them to have a dinner for two. And so it was a $50 gift certificate. So a $50 gift certificate, a bottle of wine, and we delivered it to all of our top sponsors, our top donors. And it was it's always well received, but we do it year after year. And it's always a different bottle of wine. It's always, you know, something a little bit different, but they know that, hey, it's that time and they're going to be getting this gift from us. So, and then of course, like the chocolate chip cookies or the, you know, the local company that you guys are working with, you might have somebody where you can deliver a dozen cookies, something that's special. That's maybe more like you. There was a um, business that I, my husband and I always bought our cars from them. It was a Honda dealership, and they always sent us this huge bag of popcorn whenever we bought a car from them. And that gift was something that we looked forward to. Now, did that popcorn have anything to do with really cars? No, but we knew that that was the thing that they do. And so it caused us to talk about them, and it was really, yeah, really great. So that, that just sending a gift in general. Number five, a social media post. So saying something nice about 
about them on social media, highlighting them in a way that really uh, maybe they're selling something this holiday season, they're pushing something, or you just want to promote that individual for what they've done for your cause. So that's a great way for you to be able to, to recognize that donor through social media. Okay, number six, and we're going to keep running through these. Okay, <laughs> number six, a personal thank you video. Now, I've talked about this before, Bonjuro or Loom. There's lots of different video platforms out there. You, Most of you guys have a smartphone that you could just snap a video on your phone and send it to them by text or send it to them by video. But a personal thank you video that tells somebody that you care. Now, they hear your voice. They see your face. They hear their name, okay? So those are all key things as a part of that video. But as soon as they receive that, they know that it was just for them. I have gotten videos like this in the past and they are so absolutely special and it means a lot. And you don't have to be in some remote location. Let's just say you you work internationally or you work somewhere that maybe you're not able to go to right now. Don't feel like you have to be in a physical location that makes, you know, a statement of some sort, even if you're in your car or you're at your office or you're in your home, it, that doesn't matter. Just a personal thank you that says, hey, I went out of my way and I felt like this was worth it to have a, a minute or two to just share you share with, with you specifically about the difference that you've made. Okay, number seven. And by the way, that personal thank you video, oh, that hits my quality time. <laughs> You know, that that love language because somebody physically, you know, they just took the time to send that video and that just means a lot. Okay, seven, a public thank you. Now we are in a global pandemic. So a public thank you would normally happen in a at an event in front of a group of people. So this public thank you is going to most likely be something that you send out through an email or send out through your social media. But you can still do a public thank you. You can say thank you to our sponsor. Thank you to this one individual who went above and beyond. Even if you want to keep their name anonymous, when they see it, they're going to know it's them. So you know that you can modify this, this public thank you in a way that really recognizes their gift, recognizes their, you know, how it felt to you when they gave to your cause. So that public thank you is really great. Okay. Number eight, a year end letter sharing where the money went. So this is a, your financial review of 2020. What have you done in the last year with their money? And that letter is such a great way for you to communicate. Thank you for giving your gift because these are all the things that we were able to do in the in the last year because of it. So we're not talking about asking for more money, okay? This is not your year-end appeal or your support letter at the end of the year. This is the financial review letter that says, thank you for doing what you did. Here's what we did with it. Okay. All right. Moving right along. Okay. So number nine, number nine is just an immediate confirmation that their donation was received. Now this can easily be overlooked because of your busyness. Now I get you, I get you, you're busy. You're trying to end out the year. You're probably trying to reach out to as many people as possible. So you're busy, but being able to come back around and be able to give them immediate confirmation. I know some organizations don't give this information to you right away, but if you, whenever you find out, okay, so whenever you find out that a donation was given and received by your organization, be sure to reach out to that person and give them a verbal thank you or an email thank you some way to let them know that you are acknowledging the fact that you received it and that you appreciate it. 
Number 10. Number 10, a video call. This is different than the video, thank you. This is an actual let's schedule a time to talk on Zoom or whatever your preferred video method is. But you know that typically we would have maybe scheduled those face-to-face meetings, but instead getting those video calls and sending out, having just a few minutes just to touch base with them. I've heard from people who said, hey, I'm just reaching out to my top donors. I'm going to ask them for 15 or 20 minutes. We're going to jump on a call. I just want to verbally tell them what a difference their donation has made, hear from them, hear how they're doing. Now, the person doesn't have to receive that time slot, but I think that it's really great to just offer it offer the time to connect and to just share what's been going on and then also for you to hear how they are and just have a moment just to connect because they matter. All right. So number 11, assign giving levels and recognize them when they hit a certain level. So if you have different levels, whether that's monthly giving or whether that's annual giving, once they hit a certain level, you can start to recognize people as a different, you know, maybe that's gold, silver, bronze, you know, maybe that's diamond, platinum, whatever, (laughs) you know, like you start coming up with these naming levels. And once they collectively have given to a certain amount, you can recognize them with that level. So let's just say somebody gives you a monthly donation, then they give you an annual gift. And with those two combined together, and then let's add a third one in. Maybe they attended a virtual event of some sort that you've hosted, made a donation there, and now collectively their gift has put them over the top on a certain giving level. You can then reach out to them and say, we just want to recognize you and let you know that you just hit our gold level as a donor. And we are just so grateful that you have given at this level. Uh, We have multiple levels that people... People can give at, but you have come in at this level and we're just so grateful. We hope that you will continue to see your dollars make an impact, you know, in the year to come, you know, something like that, right? So giving them those levels and that recognition. Number 12, give them an award to display. Now back to this number 11 with the, the different levels, this is what I typically would do is once they hit a certain giving level, then we give them an award. Now, every organization is different when it comes to what what is a major gift contribution? For me in the past, those giving levels, typically once they hit the $10,000 mark, that was a big level for us. And so we recognize those cash contributions at $10,000 with a special award. Now the award looked the same across the board. It didn't matter which event you gave to, it didn't matter how you gave the money, but we, if you gave over $10,000 in cash, you got this specific award. And if somebody gave in-kind donations, so they didn't give cash, but they gave product. So let's talk about maybe it was a media outlet or maybe it was somebody who donated a product to or service to the organization. So maybe they donated a vehicle or maybe they donated supplies. But once they hit $25,000 of in-kind support, they got a special award. So you can do this at whatever level is most comfortable for you guys, but that allows you then to go out of your way, order those awards every year and either deliver them or present them at a gathering. So of course in 2020, probably not doing the gathering thing, but delivering that special award, you're still gonna be able to order the award, you're still gonna be able to deliver it or ship it to them. 
Okay. Number 13. We are moving right along. Okay. 13, a video tour. Now, a lot of you probably have done these. If you have a physical location that is worth having somebody walk through, you might actually have some sort of on-site tour. You may still have that and that's fantastic. But for those of you who don't have the ability to physically have people come to your space, you may actually do a video tour and it's an invitation to come to this on-site visit and maybe you are taking your phone or your computer or actual physical camera around your facility and giving them a tour, showing them how their donation made a difference, showing where the needs are. But that tour is a great way for people to get engaged and see where, where the dollars are going. 14, invite local businesses in your community or across the country, depending on where you're located at, to give di discounts to your donors. So some of you guys have done these you know, gift cards or gift, you know, where they, they you collect all these different businesses on a single card, then you sell it for like $10 and it's a great, you know, high school kind of fundraiser. What I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I am talking about specifically some businesses that are partners with you that say, Hey, if one of your donors comes to our place, we're going to give them 10% off, or we're going to give them 25% off because of their donations and their contribution to the work that you're doing. So you might just pull together one, two, three, you know, just a handful of them where you say, hey, it's the end of the year and thank you to these three donors who opened up and said, hey, if you come and you give this discount code or this coupon when you come in, you guys get a discount specifically because you're a donor to our organization. So that's a great way for you to be able to engage local businesses, highlight those businesses that are a partner of yours, and then also give recognition and give, give something a discount when they're buying gifts for the holiday season. So that's a good one. Okay, 15 reach out on their special day. Maybe it's their birthday, maybe it's their anniversary, or maybe even it's the anniversary that they started giving to your cause. And just pay attention to those special dates and recognize them. So many of you guys know I work with a lot of ministries, and I don't even know how this came up in conversation, but I was talking with one of, one of the individuals that I support in their ministry, and I had shared with them the, the specific date that I got baptized in college. And so I've shared this a little bit, but I, you know, moved to Missouri, got baptized in college, came to know the Lord at that time. And so, but I, I actually gave her the specific date at some point. I don't even know when. <laughs> so, but she reached out to me and just sent me a text and just said, happy, happy birthday. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you know, and, and I was like, what? And, and I can't remember if she said birthday or anniversary, but I think it might've actually been anniversary, but it was just like, she had recognized that specific date. And I'm like, no one else does that. No one else has ever, you know, reached out to me. And that happened 21 years ago. So that was really special. But that the birthday thing, it's easy for you guys to follow people on social media and see when their birthday is. But the anniversary of their first gift or, you know, their marriage, whatever that is, just going out of your way to recognize people on their special days. Number 16, spotlight a donor on your website. So your website is your own space. You guys own your website. So you have the ability to use that as an 
an advertising platform. So take the real estate that you have on your website and spotlight your donors. So that is a great way for you to recognize them and to let them know, hey, we're driving traffic to your business. We're driving traffic to the people that you care about. So just spotlighting them and their generosity to your cause. Of course, like I said, know your donors. Make sure that you don't recognize somebody who doesn't want to be recognized, okay? (laughs) So, and when I do this, a lot of times I'll go out of my way to just make sure it's okay with them and say, hey, we'd really like to feature you on our website. So giving them a heads up in advance, that is that makes a difference. Same thing with when I talked about the awards, make sure that they want to receive the award in public. If they don't want to receive the award in public, that's fine, but always give them an opportunity to receive it outside of the public platform. Cause I know that people really value that. And if they don't want to be in front of a group, they will be really upset with you if you put them in front of the, in front of the group. So All right, number 17. Number 17, create a personal experience. You know, this is something that you don't necessarily have to have that personal experience together. You can have that personal experience where they get to go somewhere, get to experience something that matters to your cause and gives them that, you know, unique experience that they couldn't have gotten anywhere else. So it might be a guided tour. It might be, you know, just being able to see behind the scenes. One of the charities I've worked with in the past, they did an actual tour through the area that they work in. And it was really special to me because I did not know that area very well. And so even if you're in separate cars, even if you're in separate locations, you could take people through that tour. So for instance, I'll use one of my clients here in St. Louis, you know, he works with homeless youth. I don't necessarily have to be in the same car with him, but he could do a guided tour for my family to go hit on some of the the locations in town where the homeless tend to hang out, or this is the place where, where they go when it's warm, when it's cold, when it, whatever, whatever those details are that might help me better understand that population. That would be something that would be an experience that I couldn't get elsewhere. And maybe we're on a phone, you know, like the guided tour is he's on his cell phone, I'm on mine, you know, and being able to walk you through that experience. I think that that's something that could be really valuable to you guys. Number 18, send a welcome kit or a package that really gives them that appreciation that you you're welcoming them into the organization. You might have a certain level of gift that somebody's giving where you're like, hey, if they give over $500 or they give over $1,000, we mail them a special kit. And maybe it's a t-shirt, maybe it's a mug, maybe it's just like, it's just that whole thank you kit that just has some swag in it so that they can start to promote the work that you do. And people can say, well, how, where'd you get that shirt from? And they can say, oh, well, I'm a new donor to the organization and they sent me this great kit with all this stuff in it. And so it might be coffee. It might be, uh, you know, whatever that is, but it at least gives them kind of this welcome to the group, welcome to, you know, this community, and we're so grateful for you. So that's something for you guys to consider. And then our last two, okay, our last two, 19 and 20, 19 is an easy, a really, really easy thing for you to do, which is just sending a picture, Okay, this might be a text, this might be on Facebook Messenger, it could be in an email, but sending a picture, not with a ton of text, but just a picture that describes what it is that you're doing or a change that happened in somebody's life because of them. So if when I get a picture of somebody who's like, hey, this kid just got access to resources that he never would have gotten access to, and it's because of you, and that's all that needs to be sent. We appreciate you. Text. 
done. Okay. So, and then number, number 20, which is very similar to sending the picture, the final thing, the final thing that you can think somebody is to share a short story of life transformation. Stories are ridiculously powerful. You guys know that when you can see a face, when you can hear a voice, when you, when you start to really create that, like this is why books are still a thing. <laughs> this is why, why people continue to read and why they continue to read fiction or nonfiction is because storytelling is powerful. It's why we watch movies. It's why we watch TV. It's because we want to be immersed in an experience in that story. So use these stories to just invite people into the fold and walk through the experience that your people experience when they come through the life transformation that your cause is all about. And so, uh, and whether it's people or animals or whatever it is, you know that those stories are powerful and you can share a story in such a variety of different ways. But I will encourage you when you tell those stories, make sure you start the story with the explosion. My good friend, Mike talks about writing stories and telling stories and, and it's, it's just so powerful in the fact that when you watch a movie, you always, you typically come into that movie at the very beginning where there's the explosion, the thing that's happening, the chase scene, the, you know, drama of the very beginning. So when you share that story, talk about that drama (laughs) right away, and then talk about what happened in their past and why their life is different. So you've got that transformation story that's happening. So when you, you know, when you experience something that's new and exciting, you can think about it on anything that you tell a friend, a family member, you always start with the explosion with, you wouldn't believe, you know, so I talked about, you know, I got tested for COVID. Well, that was the explosion, right? I got tested for COVID and here's the story. My husband got it. So I was freaking out, not sure if I was going to have it. And then I went and got tested and the solution was I didn't have it. Praise Jesus. Okay. (laughs) So, but anyways, there's lots of different ways that you can tell those stories, but I think that it's really important that you get the story across and you don't lose them before they even get into it. So short stories are powerful to get that across. So, all right, those are my 20 my 20 ways to thank people and to show them the crazy, incredible impact that they're making in your cause in 2020. You can see that most of my physical touch kind of thank yous all turned into more of that quality time, words of affirmation. You'll see that that was switched over from being in person to being in a video environment, but still allows you that same ability to thank them in person. So as you guys continue to wrap up this this final year, I just want to leave you with a few things to do, okay? (laughs) So these are just a few things to think about as you continue on. I want to make sure that as you talk to your donors and as you thank them, one of the things that we really struggle with is we often, when we thank donors, we have a tendency to also ask. So I I want you to hold back and really, you know, take a moment to say, this is really just our chance to say thank you. We're not asking for anything in return. We're just saying thank you. So hold and refrain yourself from from making another ask on top of the thank you. So we're just flat out, we're focusing on the thank you, not on another ask. We also want to focus on the donor, not their money. We want to focus on what a difference they made. Who are they? Why are they important to your cause, not their money, right? Money is the least exciting thing about any of us. The last thing we want to think about is actually talking about their money. We want to talk about them and what a difference they 
they have made. All right. And then we want to make sure that we get across to them, that we are excited. We actually care about them. They matter to us. And with all that being said, we want to make sure that they stay in the loop. So keep them connected. Find ways to keep them connected. So if you are not thanking people through email, if you don't have continuous communication with them through email, through a private Facebook group, through some means of communication that allows you consistent communication. You know, some of you guys work in ministry, you see those people every single week, which is fantastic. That's why over 30% of the population, 30% of all donations is going to ministry related organizations because those people see them all the time. So if you are in an organization where you don't get to physically see somebody, you have to make sure that you create a plan for your thank yous. You have to ensure that you see them frequently throughout the year. So, and you engage with them throughout the entire year so that they don't forget about you so that they don't stop giving because that's the last thing we want to see happen is we want to continue the relationship. We want them to give every single year and we want them to continue to grow and, and, and increase their gifts. And that comes because they're in relationship with you. So I hope you can see from today's conversation that the, the physical touch component of this, although it stinks and although I would love for that to be not a factor for us this year, it is easily overcome. You can overcome that with these 20 things that we talked about today. Go back, listen to this episode again, jot down some of the numbers that you're like, oh, we need to add that in, or maybe we can increase this and do this more, you know, have a concerted effort about how we actually do this with our donor base. But I hope that you're able to incorporate at least seven of these things because we have to thank our donors at least seven times. Okay. All right. On that note, I personally want to thank you. It is with, you know, just my deepest sincerity. Like I know I'm talking about how it's like, you know, whatever, over 50% are not sincere with their thank yous. But I I really, I, I really want you to hear this is that I am deeply deeply grateful for you, that you listen, you listen, that you want to grow, that you want to learn and you want to make a difference in the world. That is huge. That is huge. That is not normal. Okay. Not many people do this and you are special and you matter and you matter to me. And I'm just, I'm really thankful for you this holiday season as we are, you know, hunkered down. And I mean, we're not going to be spending the holidays with our family and friends like we normally would, but, but But instead, I'm just, I don't know, just taking this time to just pause and really reflect on all the really great people that I get to do life with, and that includes you. And so thank you for letting me join you. Thank you for letting me come into your earbuds, into your car, into your nonprofit, into your ministry, and letting me speak into that. And I just appreciate that so much because that just gives me great joy to be able to share the gifts that I feel like God has given me to help you do the gifts that God has given you. So on that note, I hope you guys have an incredible Thanksgiving. If you need anything, please reach out. If you're looking for some way of doing more in 2021, definitely check out my group, my group that I have. It's called Fundraising Freedom Academy. Definitely check it out. I've got a video that you can watch, but I would love to personally invite you to join me. That's Fundraising Freedom Academy. And I just want to continue the relationship and continue to help you however I can. So hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. We will see you on next week's episode. Let's go change the world one volunteer and one dollar at a time. See you guys.